Are you ready to question everything you know about money and success? I set out to build a healthy relationship with money, but along the way, realized that no money issue is actually about money. Join me as I break down my old beliefs and learn what's really true. I'm Noe Kalfa, and this is the 90 Day Money Challenge. It's day 43 of my 90 Day Money Challenge, and I've been here a long time. And I've got a long way to go. But you know what? I'm going to keep going because every time I break through a belief, I find the deeper layer underneath it. And that's what I've got for you today. So prepare yourself for the one, the only, I need others to like me. Wah, wah, wah. This one I found to be under some of the deeper levels, even underneath the whole construct of I'm poor, is this old young place. I need others to like me comes from a very young age. For me, I remembered going way back to the first day that I ever kind of left the house to go to school. I was really shy and really sensitive and was clinging on to my parents' legs, didn't want to go, worried. I need others to like me before I feel safe, right? And then in eighth, when I was eight years old, um, I was moved from England to the U.S. against my wishes, uh, along with my sisters, and we kind of had to leave everything that we knew, and it was really hard to make friends, and I really just wanted other people to like me. And then when I was in eighth grade, I was kind of taken over to France uh, for a semester, which looking back, if I was to have to do that now, I would be like, wow, that sounds like a great chance to explore. But back then, I just wanted to like fit in and I'd just been moved around my whole life. And so I just wanted to, to finally just be in a place where I can just be with my friends and I can just be surrounded by people who I know like me. So this one, has been going on my whole life, and I'm curious if you've also been experiencing some version of this. You know, if you have your own people-pleasing tendencies like I do, you'll find this one deep down there. I need others to like me. And I started to look at all of the different areas because now that I'm in business and now that I, I run my own agency, needing others to like me seems like a good thing for business. So it's even got its roots in the work that I do. So you can extend this one to, I need others to like me to be happy, to be successful, to be safe, to be able to finally relax. You can add in whatever really works for you. So I took a look at, uh, I need others to like me to be happy and really focusing on the people who are close to me, my close friends, my close family, and I need... Uh, others to like me to be successful. So I had kind of two groups. One is sort of more the the clients and uh, work relationships. One is more my close personal relationships. So this one took me a long time. I probably sat in silence for about 15 minutes just asking myself, is it true? So let's go there. Is it true I need others to like me? And what I started with was, 
just being really honest with myself and looking at my experience, right? Not trying to make it up logically, but looking at my experience to see, is it really true I need others to like me? And what I saw is that I have a really hard time relaxing unless I know that other people like me, they're not upset with me, everything is good. Otherwise, my whole system goes into kind of panic mode, anxious mode. Uh, I need to fix this mode before I can relax. Yeah, so this one has been, even on a subtle level, you know, even if somebody... Uh, one of my friends is sort of upset with me. I'll, I'll just have that in the back of my mind eating away at me. And, and I can't really be happy until that thing gets resolved, until that's fixed. And so that made me want to find out, well, is this really true that my happiness is based on others? Right? And all of the spiritual you know, gurus in the world will say, of course not, your happiness is based on yourself. And that's all great and fine to talk about. But until I actually experience it, I'm not satisfied. Until I test it out for myself, until I, I really understand it on an experience level, on a day-to-day -day level, I'm not satisfied with just uh, a kind of verbal uh, nodding along. So that's why I think it's so important to really dive in to the, the gritty, dark places here really dive in with curiosity and with an, an open mind. So that's why I, I just sat until I saw something. And so one thing that I saw was, well, I need others to like me. Is that true? Uh, are there others who have been successful who haven't really been liked? Uh, the first person that popped into my mind is Elon Musk is kind of an asshole. And, uh, yet he's been very successful. So do I need to be liked in order to be successful? On one level, it seems like, well, maybe not for everybody needs to be liked to be successful, but for some reason it feels personal beyond that. Like, I, I need to be liked to be successful because there, there's something wrong with me. Um, like I don't come across well unless I'm being nice. I, I, it's like my real self underneath is, is harsh, ugly, abrasive. Uh, the world is not, a, is not okay. It's not okay for me, real me to come out because, because it doesn't come out well and people will not like this. Um, they, they want the tame, nice, um, happy version of me. Um, and that coupled with growing up being really shy and awkward led me into the core aspect of this, which is I need others to like me to make it in this world at all. And that's what I sat with. And I just kept sitting and just looking at that. Is it true? I need others to like me to make it in this world. Because if I don't have that, I'm not going to survive. If you find something really deep like that, just keep looking at it. Don't rush over it. Wait and wait. I need others to like me to make it in this world. 
I found a no that's not true because I have three, three reasons why I found a no. One is that I've grown to like myself. At first, I spent a lot of time practicing loving myself, even when I didn't like myself. And then something changed where I started to actually like myself truly and really enjoy my own personality and my own quirks and my weirdness and my own struggles and my vulnerability, my bravery, and even even liking my anger and, and these difficult feelings that I've always hated. And that process of starting to like myself has made it easier for me to interact with the world. So I, I need others to like me to make it in this world. I'm not sure that that's true because I've started to source that from myself. I'm not sure that I need others to do that for me anymore. And another reason why this no came up as I really looked deeply is th this ugliness, harshness, abrasiveness that I see myself as. I'm not actually sure if that is me or if that is a protective layer in response to my fear of other people not liking me, where I get kind of standoffish or, or I, I can you know, seem uh, sudden or uh, yeah, protective. And, um, and then I also just saw that other people are kind and generous, even to people they don't know. So I need others to like me and to be you know, fully uh, friendly and knowledgeable with me is that true? I don't think so because I've seen people do all sorts of acts of kindness even if they don't necessarily like a person. So that's where I spent the, the most of my time is really diving in there. But let's go to believing the thought. I need others to like me. What happens when I believe that thought? So I noticed that immediately it's stressful because people fluctuate all the time and their moods are up and down. Some people will get upset for different reasons. They have different trigger points that I don't have. And so sometimes there'll be interlocks. If I make the smallest mistake, I could ruin other people liking me, which would then ruin my ability to be happy, to be successful, even to survive. So I'm on edge, even on a subtle level with people monitoring, hypervigilance on guard, always careful. And and that even makes me kind of standoffish because I'm because I'm always on guard, I need to be able to see everybody in my peripherals, make sure nothing goes wrong. And there's this subtle level of needing everything to be okay before I can relax. Which from the outside, it just looks like somebody who can't relax and who's kind of like what are they doing? What they, they seem very intense and vigilant and and that, I think, is where some of that abrasiveness comes out, is from believing the thought, I need others to like me. <sighs> Which is, feels really good to acknowledge, actually. All right, then, how do I treat myself and others? Well, I treat myself like a constant screw-up. Like, anytime I mess up, it's like, take out the whip and beat myself over the head with it, because... Again, here I am ruining my chances at being happy because I'm ruining other people liking me and it's my fault whether they like me or not. 
everything comes back, driving all blames into, into this, into me. And how do I treat others? Well, for close ones, people close to me, I don't want to make them mad, so I'm going to hide anything that might make them upset. And they're little tiny adjusting moments where if I'm like, ooh, I, I better not say this thing, even though that's a thing that I would say to myself, but uh, or mm, I'm going to kind of tweak myself so people aren't really getting to know full me because I'm afraid I'm going to be abrasive and harsh and ugly and push them away and, um, and all that. And with clients or people more related to uh, my success, I'm not giving them my full power because I'm, I'm just holding back. Just to, you know, I don't want to push. I don't want to scare them. I don't want to rush them or overwhelm them. Even if there are moments where I think, okay, this person needs a nudge. This person needs a push. This person needs uh, a little kind of a, a fresh wake-up call. Uh, I'm... I'm holding back anything that might make them not like me and make them go away or write a bad review or anything like that. And there's a difference between being genuine about that, uh, about really wanting people to have a good experience, which I do, and there's something different between that and hiding all of the blemishes and which, which sort of starts this masking up process. Right? That's what we're cracking away at here. All right, if I was free of this belief, looking at my close ones, looking at my kind of success people, my clients, uh, people who, who I rely on in that way, who would I be free of the thought I need them to like me? Well, if I was free in the in the work world, if I was free of needing clients and, and other people, my audience to like me, then I would be really honest. I would do my best work because I wouldn't hold anything back. I would do work that I really care about and that I really love without worrying whether other people like me or not. I would be free from that stress, from holding that burden. And with people who are close to me, I would let them see my full self and I would share about it and I would talk about it and I would, I would share my process around how I'm working with undoing my beliefs and undoing uh, these, these held places. I would share all of that with, with my close people so that they get a transparent view into who I really am. And that makes me feel really <sighs> joyful, that possibility, that makes me feel really whole and like I'm not managing anything, which feels like a ginormous relief right, to let that go. Okay, let's do some turnarounds here. I've got two turnarounds, and then I'm going to leave you with the third one. All right, so the first turnaround I have here is we're turning around. I need others to like me. I don't need others to like me. Right? The first example I have is that I don't need others to like me because other people do tend to like me. That's actually something I've been experiencing more and more over the last couple years is that I don't need others to like me because they already do on their own. I don't need others to like me 
all of the feelings that come up in relationships, if I have a conflict with somebody, all those feelings are my feelings. And even though I do want to be in healthy relationships and I do want to uh, make completions with people and I do want to treat people kindly, I want people to have a good experience the same way I want myself to have a good experience, my relationship with myself is more important. I don't need others to like me. More true that I need me to like me because I'm the one who's there with my feelings. They're not. Right? I don't need others to like me. I've had other people not like me or be upset with me. Um, I, I once had a woman on a meditation retreat just start screaming at me. And in that moment, I was so relaxed and so, so clear about what was her stuff and what was my stuff that I invited her to sit down and have a cup of tea, which was very confusing to her. Um, but I just realized that she had some stuff going on and she uh, needed to be cared for in this moment. And and so she sort of screamed at me for a while until she kind of ran out of juice. And then, and then she realized that what she was saying had nothing to do with me. And we just talked about it. And uh, she asked me questions and I answered questions. I asked her questions. And we ended up having a great conversation and we left the meditation retreat uh, friends. So I need others to like me I think it's more true that I, I don't need others to like me for me to be okay, for me to actually have some miraculous turnarounds. Great, let's go over to I need me to like me as the turnaround here. And what I saw, the biggest one here, biggest example that I saw is that in, in every one of these situations, I'm playing the game of trying to get other people to like me I'm engaging in that stress. So for me to be happy, I need me to like me and give up the game. That's the only way I'm going to have a lasting happiness. It's the only way. The external game is just going to keep building the stress. And it's just, it's like, uh, it's like having spent my entire life running on a hamster wheel, not even knowing that I've been running. Right? That level of stress has just been there my whole life. Right? Another example, I need me to like me. For other people to really like me and appreciate me, they need an example of how to do that. They need me to like me so that they know who they're liking. If, if I like me, I'm going to show them more of me for them to actually decide whether they like me or not. So if I want other people to like me, I got to like myself. Right, last one here is, uh, in order to be successful, right, I've been believing I need others to like me, but for me to really be successful, I need to really create my best work. And my best work really happens when I like me, when I am in the flow, when I'm enjoying things. That's my best work. Right, so is it true I need others to like me? Seems less true here. Ah, I'll leave it there today, right? The turnaround I want you to do is I need me to like others, right? See if you can come up with three genuine examples. Feel free to send me a message on Instagram, uh, comment. 
I always love hearing your reviews, your, your insights. Uh, it's such a beautiful part of this process. I will see you tomorrow. You've been listening to the 90 Day Money Challenge. All episodes are available in video form with me, Noe Kalfa, waving my arms and wearing spiffy new outfits every day. You can access these videos and join the conversation by following at Noe Kalfa on Instagram. This podcast is a production of Worth the Journey, with editing help from Simone Sanz and art by Malcolm Rene Ribot. Worth the Journey is the business and marketing agency I created, where you can find everything you need to launch and grow your heart-centered business, from virtual assistance to business coaching to website and graphic design. Our team is seriously amazing. You've got to check us out at worththejourney.com. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.